Thanks, and welcome to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and president of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Tomorrow, April 22nd, is Earth Day. We'll talk about things you can do every day to help Mother Earth. Things that save money as well as save the planet. And of course, many of those things will center around your home. And Today, we'll look at your home's exterior, siding, roofing, and awning, as we welcome Hugh Exteriors, Nev Mutton, to Ask BBB. Welcome to the program, Nev. Hi, Jim. Thanks for having me. Now, awnings are something that you do besides roofing and, and siding. We're going to talk about awnings a little later on, but right now we want to talk about um, roofing and siding. Uh, when it comes to roofing or siding, how often are we going to need to call a company like yours? Well, as far as uh, roofing goes, it depends on the type of uh, shingle that you go with. If you uh, if you stick with the old old fashioned three tab shingle that uh, that they used for many many years, they serve their purpose and all that. But uh, but they deteriorate so fast that uh, you're you're going to be replacing your roof ten to fifteen years if you're lucky, right? Depending on the slope of the roof as well, right? If you go with a laminate style shingle, then you're probably going to get twenty five years, twenty to twenty five years, anyways. And the price difference is so minimal that it's not even worth doing a uh, three-tab anymore. And I was really uh, amazed when I spoke to you on the phone that you could actually go on to the satellite shots uh, of uh, Google Maps and tell me whether I had a three-tab or a laminate. Yeah, in some cases, it even makes it easy to measure the roofs. We don't even have to climb up anymore. Um, You can tell the slope. We've been doing it for quite a while as well, so we... Kind of, you can just look at a house and you know what the slope is without having to put a gauge on the roof, right? And uh, and as far as measurements go, they have tools right on the computer for that. Incredible. So, yeah. Yeah, so the, the technology is changing a number of things. Oh, yes. But you still yes. go out to do uh, visits. Uh, oh, absolutely. On site. And we still double check the measurements as well when we go down there. Now, um, what are some of the signs that, that uh, my three-tab roof is going to need to be replaced or or the laminate. What are, what are the signs that we look for, Dev? Well, if you notice the shingles are curling or the gap in between the shingles is starting to get wider, that's usually a good sign that it's uh, it's wearing down. You might see granulars on the, uh, a lot more granulars on the ground than, uh, than what you used to see over the years. Is that one of the first signs? Usually, yes. The granulars do start falling off. You'll notice cracking in the shingle itself. Those are the uh, the main wear should should I just go by the age of the roof and replace it or wait for some of those signs? If, I mean, you've talked about the age of it. Uh, if I know that it's uh, 10 to 12 years, then I really start to watch for those signs. Yes, absolutely. Once uh, once you hit 10 to 12 years, definitely start watching for the signs. Take, uh, even if you have a set of binoculars, you don't feel like climbing up. Right? You can uh, you can get a really good uh, good view of the roof just with a set of binoculars. Do contractors like you go out though? And if I want to have uh, an assessment, oh, you come out and have a look at it. Yes, we will come out. We'll take a look at it, and if uh, if you need the roof right away, we'll let you know. If the roof looks like it's in good shape, and we'll let you know that as well. And that really is is one of the keys to a good contractor, isn't it? That you're not going to um, recommend a roof if it's not needed. Oh yeah, no, there's no sense in doing that. So if yeah. but if a contractor comes around and that does happen and tells me I need a new roof, I probably want to call, well, go on and check the BBB and 
and make yes. sure that contractor is yeah. is part of the BBB. It does happen quite often. I've been to uh, quotes where uh, where now client has uh, has mentioned that somebody came in and said the uh, roof needs to be done right away. I go up there and the roof doesn't even look more than five years old. Okay. So. So, Somebody just looking for work, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. And that's that's one of the reasons that we recommend that people take a look at the BBB directory and uh, look at the, the uh, contractor's rating. So you mentioned the 3-tab and, and uh, laminate. What, what are some of the choices we have when it comes to roofing? Well, there's uh, so many choices nowadays. You've got your 3-tab, you've got your laminate. A lot of people are going towards steel roofing as well. Right. Um, it, there's still the old-fashioned slate that you can get, and there's cedar shake as well. You can still uh, put that on. Uh, the cedar shake nowadays doesn't quite last as long as it used to unless you get like a BC red cedar, uh, something like that. Uh, that's uh, that's a good quality uh, shingle as well. Yeah, it's going to get you probably about 30 years out of one of those. Uh, the thing with uh, with the slate shingles is the maintenance on them. Right. There's not a lot of guys out there that know how to uh, how to how to actually repair slate uh, slate shingles anymore. So it's uh, one of the dying trades, right? Uh, but as far as shingles go, there is a lot of different styles that you can get. Um, of course, uh, cost is a factor. Right? Mm-hmm. Once you get into the extremely higher end shingles, you might be better off to go towards a steel roof at that point. And those are things that a good contractor like yourself or other contractors would go over with you in detail. So you make the right choice for your situation. Eh? Yes. Now that's, we haven't covered everything with roofing, but they can get in touch with you or the contractor of their choice. Uh, you also do siding. Uh, how often or do we ever need to replace siding? Well, siding is more of a um it's one of those uh, one of those items that you either want to replace it because it it's faded over time, or usually siding doesn't uh, it doesn't damage very easily, so it's uh, it's very durable, right for the most part. Is there increased efficiency to be achieved though if uh, you do decide that that you're going to change siding? Are there some uh, new types that would or new things that you can do that would increase the energy efficiency of the house yeah there's always uh, there's always options uh, when uh, and, and room for improvement right if uh, you take the old siding off you can always put an insulation board on there with the uh, vapor barrier on the one side and a foil on the other to uh, kind of reflect heat back into the house or you know keep the uh, keep the cool air in the house in the summertime, right? And it's going to increase your R value as well. And our guest this morning is Nev Mutton, who is the owner of Q Exteriors, an accredited business with the BBB with an A-plus rating. We're going to take a break right now, but when we return, we're going to explore how awnings can add to your living space or lower your energy bills. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan, and our guest this morning is Nev Mutton of Q Exteriors. Um, Nev, Q Exterior started offering awnings as uh, part of your services about a year or so ago, right? Yes. Yeah. Now, Nev, perhaps talking about some of the research that you did and finding products that you'd offer will help homeowners learn things that we should consider if we decide to install awnings. So um, awnings are gaining in popularity. Is is, uh, that part of what prompted you to offer awnings to exteriors? Well, in all honesty, the uh, main reason I started uh, looking towards awnings is uh, basically we're looking to expand our business, right? and we're looking for something that uh, that that is more of a want than a need. Right? Uh, as we deal with a lot of roofing and siding, and that, those are more of a need. 
right? Uh, where where something like an awning is a want, and that's um, it, it's we're we're moving more towards the uh, uh, trying to modernize the company, I guess you could say. So the things that you considered in choosing a supplier uh, are likely things that we should uh, consider when we're choosing an, an installer. So what are the, some of the things that you looked at, Nev? Well, I uh, I did about a year worth of research anyways. I looked into many different styles of awnings and trying to stay with the uh, quality of the, the work that we do and the quality of the material that we carry, I wanted the highest end awning that I could find. And I did find that. I've, I ended up getting an Earhart Marquesen uh, awnings out of uh, Germany. They're actually made in Germany. Top of the line awning. Uh, they're sunbrella fabric on them. They're assembled in Kitchener. And they are just a great quality awning. So that stands out. Obviously, you looked at some of the other uh, qualities. So what are some of the other things that we might see out there that uh, we'd have a choice uh, on? You will find uh, cheaper awnings at some of the uh, big box stores, but they, they don't just don't last. Right? You're, uh, you, you can't reskin them. You can't, uh, they, they don't come motorized. Uh, these, these ones that we carry, they are, they're fully motorized. They're... Uh, they're just one that's going to last. They come with a 10-year warranty on the uh, on the actual awning itself. There's 10-year warranty on the fabric, and, and the uh, the motor's even got a great warranty as well. So those are things to look for then, uh, the warranties. And you you mentioned reskinning. What what is that? Uh, well, if the uh, if the material on the awning after say 15 years decides to uh, to fade away. Uh, to the point where it doesn't look great on your patio anymore, or ten years, right? Uh, with the uh, with the cheaper awnings, you won't even get that long. Uh, but uh, but say in fifteen years, you want to uh, freshen it up or even change the color, you can do that. But with the the, the less expensive, cheaper ones, you can't. You'd have to replace the whole unit. Exactly. So I guess when you measure the cost um, and the length of time that you're going to be in your home, that's one of the things you'll want to consider then. Absolutely. And, uh, um, when you mentioned motorized, uh, are there choices there between a mechanism that's uh, cranked or or motorized? And what are some of the things to look for to make sure that that isn't something that's going to be breaking down, Nev? Well, the uh, the motor that we use is uh, is made by Somfy. Uh, Somfy is the original awning motor. And uh, they've been around for a very long time, and they've got a great product. Uh, the uh, The supplier that I get the awnings from, uh, they've been in business for over fifty years, and uh, and in the uh, in the last uh, twenty years or so that they uh, they've been doing awnings, they haven't had to replace any of these motors. So, what should we look for then in an awning motor uh, that you found when you found this uh, this product? Well, uh, you want to. Uh, you want to also be able to accessorize with the awning motor. There's uh, there's different uh, uh, different remotes that you can get uh, that go with a motor, uh, such as a wind sensor or a rain sensor. So say it's uh, you decide to go inside and the wind really picks up. Well, the awning is out there by itself, and it's it's basically a giant kite, right? So uh, if the wind sensor is on there, it's automatically going to retract the awning for you. Right. Uh, if you don't have that luxury, if you've got a manual uh, manual awning, mm-hmm. uh, do awnings protect against rain, or do they have to be retracted when it rains? Awnings are basically designed for uh, for keeping you out of the sun. Okay. Uh, we don't recommend uh, keeping them out during the rain. Uh, 
honestly, it's a giant. Uh, it's a giant catch basin. Basically, it'll uh, it'll hold the uh, hold the water, and the amount of weight is going to put so much stress on the uh, on the brackets. It, it could cause it to come down. So, when it rains, fold retract it up the awning. Yes, go, go <laughs> absolutely. Inside. Yes. Uh, what about winter? To, to, do you have to remove them th- through the winter? Or, uh, do they stay retracted? Are there no, things that yeah. people have to do to prepare for winter with awnings? There's not really much you have to do with these. If uh, if we give you the one with the full cassette, basically you retract the awning and you're done for the year. You can unplug it. You can shut the light switch off on the inside to it, however you want to uh, turn the power off so nobody turns it on. Uh, that's basically it. That's your winterization. Yeah. Now, we're talking basically here about deck or patio uh, uh, awnings. Yes. What about window awnings and, and do they have, besides being decorative, do they have uh, value in terms of changing the energy that's used in your house? Oh, yes. Uh, by uh, by bringing that extra bit of shade with a little uh, little cloth awning or uh, or maybe an aluminum awning over one of your windows, you're, you're going to uh, lower the amount of sun that's getting into the house and the uh, and you know, lower the heat that's uh, going to be coming into the house. might not be something you want in the winter, but in the summertime. <laughs> it works. Um, uh, how long does it usually take uh, if we order an awning before it can be installed? Uh, right now we're telling everybody three to five weeks. Right? Uh, we can get the awnings in. We've got great crews that can uh, come out and put the awnings in basically uh, as soon as the awning is made. Right? Uh, but it does take time to get the materials in and uh, and get them assembled. So if we ever do get summer. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> you'll be able to get them installed. Yes. And uh, uh, in terms of Q exteriors, people can drop around there and see uh, any of these products in your showroom. Absolutely. We've got a great little showroom at 109 Falcon Street. And uh, we're open Monday to Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And if anybody wants to come in on a weekend, um, just by all means, give us a call during the week and uh, be more than happy to come around and uh, show one of the retractable awnings in the uh, showroom. Nev, thanks very much for your time uh, this morning. We appreciate you taking time to share your knowledge with us. Well, thank you for having me. Our guest this morning has been Nev Mutton of Q Exteriors, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. Well, tomorrow is Earth Day, and when we return, we'll discuss things that you can do to observe Earth Day tomorrow. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Linda Smith. And I'm Jim Swan. Linda is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. And tomorrow, April 22nd, is Earth Day. Earth Day started back in 1970 when a group of people became aware that some of the things we were doing was having a negative effect on our planet. And today, nearly 50 years later, Earth Day is a global event each year. And it's believed that more than 1 billion people in 192 countries now take part. If you search BBB Earth Day, you'll find tips for Earth Day and beyond. And if you're going green for Earth Day, you're not alone. Earth Day, April 22nd, is when many people pledge to make changes to help improve the environment. And Linda, that doesn't need to be costly. That's right. When consumers think of going green, we often think of how costly it can be. While big changes like buying a hybrid vehicle or installing solar panels on your roof can be costly, consumers can also help the environment without purchasing expensive items. BBB has created a list of tips for small, inexpensive changes we can all make to our lifestyle to help improve the environment. So we can go green without needing a lot of green or blue or purple or orange. Well, in other countries, all the currency is green, but in Canada, our currency is color diverse. 
But, but I digress. Yes, you can go green without it costing a lot of money. For instance, turn off and unplug appliances. Everyone knows to turn off lights to save energy, but what a lot of us don't know is that many appliances use electricity even when they are uh, turned off. Unplugging appliances, when not in use, can save on the utility bill as well. Most appliances don't need constant power. Two that do need to stay plugged in, however, are cable TV boxes and clocks. Yeah, don't want to stop the clock for this. I suspect another low-cost green contribution is recycling, Linda. And most of us do pretty well recycling paper and plastic. Recycling is good for the environment, but many items that can be recycled aren't making it into the blue bins. Some surprising things that you can recycle, aluminum foil, batteries, empty paint cans, and milk cartons. Check with your municipality or commercial trash service to see what items can be recycled in your area. There are some things you can't put in the blue box, like electronics, that can still be recycled. It does take a little more effort. You need to recycle electronics safely. Balance environmentalism with cybersecurity by knowing how to safely dispose of computers, tablets, and smartphones. Make sure to wipe your system completely and to destroy or shred hard drives and other storage devices that could have sensitive data. Many recycling centers have special drop-off days for e-waste. Check with your locality to see what services are offered. For both environmental and security reasons, don't put e-waste in with regular trash or household recycling. And when it comes to going green, some people will tell you to take a hike. And they're absolutely <laughs> right. Walk or bike to your destination. You don't have to purchase an eco-friendly car to do your part in reducing air pollution. Walking, cycling, carpooling, or use of public transportation, even part of the time, can have a big impact. On this Earth Day, we're going to hear the term green a lot, Linda, and Many products will have some sort of green label attached to them. And it can be a challenge to understand green marketing terms. So um, with so many eco-friendly products on the market, it can be difficult to know what helps and what is just hype. Industry Canada has published a booklet that you can access online. If you do an internet search for Understanding Green Claims, it is a consumer's guide to common environmental labels and claims in Canada. The more you know, the better decision you can make about the products you buy. Usually by the time Earth Day rolls around, I've taken the cover off the air conditioner. But this year is a bit of an exception, Linda. I think we are safe to say that summer will arrive. Uh, but this is Canada. We just don't know when. What we do know is air conditioners are amongst the biggest energy hogs most of us have at our homes. Uh, use a setback thermostat to raise temperatures when you're not at home. Try ceiling fans to keep air circulating or turn off the AC altogether and, and open some windows for an eco-friendly summer. Ask your utility company for more information. Many electri um, electric and other utility companies offer energy-saving tips and even home energy audits. Contact your utility company to find out additional ways you can save energy. So the, you've referred to a couple of uh, places we can go. The BBB has uh, the tips that we've just talked about. Uh, Industry Canada has that booklet, Understanding Green Claims, so uh, people can go and access uh, that information. And that will mean they'll have a happy Earth Day. So is that what we say, a happy Earth Day or enjoy the mirth of being friendly to the Earth? Or just happy saving. You save money uh, and just maybe help save the Earth. And you want to check around, there are some celebrations taking place. There's one in the City of London that's uh, sponsored by the Upper Thames Valley 
uh, Conservation Authority and London Heritage Council. It's at St. Julian's Park tomorrow from 11 until 3 uh, with the participation of Earth Day London and Trails Open London. There will be tree planting. There will be uh, face painting, birds of prey show, and more. If you want to find out more, it's uh, thamesriver.on.ca, and uh, that will tell you all about the celebration. And that is just about all the time we have for Ask BBB today. You can always ask BBB and visit our website at bbb.org. You can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT. And if you have a question or a guest suggestion, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. If you are interested in becoming a BBB-accredited business, call us or go online to bbb.org backslash western hyphen Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. And we hope that everybody has a very happy Earth Day. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.